Hello and welcome. You're listening to It's a Groom's Life with Carly O'Brien. Hello and welcome. You're listening to It's a Groom's Life with Carly O'Brien. wanted to put a little disclaimer at the beginning of this episode as it is being put in two parts because halfway through recording my laptop decided to have a little meltdown so it is in two parts and I've edited the best I can but it is a great episode and I hope you guys enjoy it. Hi everyone and welcome to a new episode of It's a Groom's Life and I've got a great one so I've got all my groom girls back on one episode and we are just going to have an informal chat we're going to talk about all funny stories that we've had as a groom um and yeah hopefully pick up some tips as well so I'm gonna um introduce the girls one by one and they're gonna tell you what episode they were on so if you like to listen back to their episode then you know which one to listen to so I'm gonna start with Becky hi Becky hi I'm Becky and I was on episode number seven Lovely. And Tabby? Hi, I'm Tabby and I was on episode 17. Sam? Hi, I'm Sam. I was on episode number four. And Jenny? Hi, I'm Jenny and I was on episode five. Excellent. Thank you so much, ladies. Um, there might be some others joining on later on because we um, there were some... Um, issues and stuff so there might be ones that might add on later on if not I've got the lovely girls with me today so girls we were just talking um just before uh, we come on record about our days the summer is coming and we're obviously all manically now going to be busy so what does your schedules look like um over the next couple of weeks so we're recording this at the beginning of July and it'll probably go out oh it's going out in two weeks time so it'd be in the middle of July so what does July look like for you I'll start with you Becky never ending (laughs) (laughs) um the, back, the, the last two weeks were just crazy and then all of a sudden I've just got no time to do anything anymore. Like this week's a little bit more what I'm used to, but then like the next few weeks I'm working from like seven in the morning until like eight, nine o'clock at night, like six days a week. Mm. And I'm like, I just don't have the time for everybody who wants us. Yeah, yeah. But I think this is going to be a, a similar story throughout <laughs> from all of us. And Tabby, what about you? What does July look like for you? The show's every week, busy. I've just taken on a new riding client for two days a week, so cram those in as well. And other businesses, it is just chaotic, but fun. (laughs) Sam, what about you? If it's anything like June, I won't really get a day off. (laughs) (laughs) So July the minute, the first two weeks are looking a bit jammed. Ah, yep. And Jenny, I think yours is the same, isn't it? I think we're all in the same boat, aren't we? Um, so I am, well, as the others, flat out. Um, I haven't I, I haven't ridden my horse for the last three weeks. I think I've probably seen him maybe four times. It's just, we're with everybody else's, aren't we, apart from our own? Yeah. So it's busy, but that's good because we're just coming out of COVID. So yeah, it's nice to be busy. It is. And I think as well, um, because of COVID, now people want to go on holiday. Not that they could not go on holiday before, but I think people are definitely um, are thinking about booking a late summer holiday 
um, I know personally for me, I'm getting my regular clients that just book me for holiday cover and they're all now booking in for July and August. So, yeah, I think our summers are going to be full on as always, don't you think, girls? Absolutely. Yeah. (laughs) And then we've got to try and fit in our own summer holiday, which is when? (laughs) When are we going to have that? What's a holiday? What's a holiday, Carly? (laughs) (laughs) Or maybe just a day off, two two days off. That would be quite that nice. That doesn't happen either, does it? Let's be honest. <laughs> it's just to be fair, I'm trying to get one day off a week, if I can, or like three quarters of a day off. Yeah. Yeah. Because otherwise I'm hanging. Yeah. This is it. And I think we've all mentioned it, like, in our episodes that we've recorded and stuff. And, you know, um, and just general social media with other grooms and stuff. It is like, um, I think Jenny mentioned it before. Someone mentioned it before that, you know, you have a week off and then someone rings you up and say, can you cut, like, can you do my horse that week? And that's the week you wanted to book off. And you'll always say yes. And you always not go, no, actually, I want a week off that week. <laughs> I don't, I don't know what it is. I, I, we just can't say no. But no, I can't yeah, say yeah. that. I can't speak on behalf of on behalf of everybody else. But I can literally stand there and inside I'm dying, going, "No, I promised like my other half I'd go away." And then I go, "Yeah, no problem. I'll come in at like seven. <laughs> <laughs> I've just literally done that today. Somebody has sent me what they want me to do for July, and um, I said, "Yeah, no problem. It's fine." Even though it's really short notice, it's going to mm-hmm. be a problem. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to have to cram it. I do. I book days off all the time in my diary. And then someone might think, oh, I'll just do that one. But then because I've got that one booked in my diary. You might as well do another one. Yeah. Another one in. And then it ends up being a full day. Make a day of it. Yeah, that's it. Why do you think we can't say no? Because we don't want to let people down and we don't want to kind of get a bad rep. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Do you know what? I agree. Because I think the minute you say no to somebody they will immediately go and find somebody else because they have to because they need you know they need the work covered Mm. so you almost like you say even if you can't do it you have to say yes and make it work so you Mm. know you've almost secured as such that job yeah you feel obliged don't you yeah yeah what do you think tabby do you always have a problem saying no no i just say no (laughs) (laughs) i've done I did what four seasons of doing four shows in five days, and I just got to the point where I'd be falling asleep on the way home. And I said, "No, I cannot do mm. this anymore. Not with trying to help my dad with the business, which I've now taken over and stuff. I just couldn't physically do it." Mm. And I got to the point where I said, "No, I'm going to end up killing myself, yeah. like, have a massive accident and stuff." But I did genuinely on the way home from Winter Champs one year. I was going down the M69, and there's no services, and I was going. And then I hit the rumble Ooh. lines and I was like, fuck, oh, like, yeah. I've got to, I've, I can't keep doing this because no. I know that like things like with the shows and stuff, I'm up at two o'clock in the morning and I don't get home till 11 o'clock at night sometimes. Mm-hmm. And then you're doing it, you're then up again at two o'clock the next morning, you're getting two hours sleep and stuff. And you you try to sleep on the way to a show, but it doesn't always work. And there's only so long you can run off Red Bull and any <laughs> drinks and stuff. <laughs> it gets yeah. to a point where you're like, no, this no. enough's enough. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, good for you. I think we need to take a leaf out of Tabby's book and just say, just, just say no, girl. There will always be other people that want you. Like, you, you're never going to run out of clients. Yeah, yeah that is so true. Words of wisdom. Yeah. Yeah. My Farrier said exactly the same thing to me the other day. Don't worry about it. He said, just say no. Yeah. You will, honestly, you will always have other clients. Like, 
I've had people that I have had said no to and they still come back. Yeah. Mm. So yeah, sometimes it. you just have to for your own own piece, like sanity. And yeah, I think not also to a little literally run yourself into the ground. You know, a little like it's almost like guilt hangs over you, doesn't it? If you yeah. say no, and I don't, I don't know what because I can't, you know, as much as I, you know, so I, I can't say no. There are times when we have to say no because we physically, yeah. you know, kids and 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 other responsibilities. But I feel bad for saying. I oh think that's yeah, why, yeah, you know, completely. I don't say it because I just I constantly feel like. Oh my! I don't know. I don't know what it is because I know if, if I asked somebody and they said no, I'd be like, no problem. Like, don't worry about it. You know, I'll go and look for someone else or come back to me when you can do it. But yeah. when we have to say no, I I feel terrible. Yeah, yeah, I know exactly what you mean. Yeah, I used to be completely the same, and I still get a bit like feel a bit guilty. But I've kind of learned that no, sometimes you have to say no. Yeah. What about you, Becky? Do you, are you the same problem as us, not being able to say no, or is it just where you're so busy? Well, I, I never, I used to be really bad. And then after I had my accident last year, I got really good at saying no, because I was like, yeah. I physically can't, I can't yeah. do it. I can't help you. And now I'm getting to the point where I'm like, oh yeah, I just, I've kind of slipped <laughs> right back into that old bad habit. Yeah. And I'm hoping that soon I'm going to slip right back out of it. So I can actually <laughs> have a life again. Yeah. Yeah. It is all about the work-life balance, isn't it? And I think for me personally, like COVID has really made me sort of readjust or re what's the word reevaluate like the work-life balance and that you know it is okay to say no like even though you feel guilty and you're 100% like I get what you girl saying but it is still okay to say no actually I'm having the day off and like I don't care like you what Tabby says if you're if they're customers of you before and you say no like yes they will get cover someone else but it will only be for like that one thing and they'll come back to you because you've provided the best service they know exactly, they know you, they know they can trust you and things like that. So they will definitely keep coming back. So we, we just need to say no, girls. <laughs> yeah, say no. Yeah, People say like no. you'll never run out of clients. Yeah. Is that not the Zamo thing? Green okay. yeah. did this song. Yeah, I'm not sure half of you are old enough to remember it, though, to be fair. <laughs> I do remember. I, well, I remember, I don't think I ever watched Grange Chill at the time, but I do I remember. I wasn't allowed I, we were, I don't remember the complain about it all, 100%. Yeah, it was Zamo. Just but yeah, no. Bippy and Tabby are too too young. Oh, Jenny's probably too young as well. I know the song because it was, it's all, do you know when you get them um, top of the pops things that are like, oh, these are the best songs from the 90s and stuff. Yeah. Often on stuff like that, but I've never actually watched an episode of Green Chill and me like, oh, <laughs> I love Green Chill. Absolutely loved it. Um, right, so I want to know um, some funny stories. So, <laughs> so, like, it doesn't have to be like anything like hilariously funny, but something maybe something's gone wrong, or you've turned up somewhere and you don't have the right equipment, or the horse has gone and done something, or or whatever. Like, I was just saying to Becky today, like, um, I'm lunging one of my clients' horses because she's a little bit on the plump side. And um, she decided, which she does do quite often on the line, to, like throwing a little buck. Um, and I was um, like, had two long rain, long rain, two uh, lunge line rain. Sorry, that was a <laughs> um, Have you been so, drinking? Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Not yet. <laughs> um, and um, she threw a buck. And so the, the line that was sort of around the other side of her caught round her foot. So I was going, just stop, just stop. 
and it's getting more and more wound up around her legs. And then she's obviously panicking a lot more. And I'm like, no, just stop. And then I can undo it. And she's like, looking at me. And I'm like, for God's sake, if you just stop, I'll sort it out. Oh my God. Why do they do these stupid things? So yeah, that was mine for just for today. And I'm sure there's hundreds that we've done. So um, Jenny, have you got anything funny or unfunny (laughs) yeah yeah (laughs) um do you know what off the top of my head when you asked us this the other day I was like on a day-to-day basis something funny must happen every day but it just goes over your head doesn't it yeah there was there I mean not necessarily horse related but I used to work for a really top dressage rider and I remember I must have been there I think two days and when we used to put the horses in and out to the field, they always used to shut the gates behind them. Some people do that, some people don't. Little did I know that the reason they shut the gate behind... Right, so um, unfortunately, during the first half of the recording, my laptop decided to have a meltdown. So we had to finish recording and um, start again. So I do apologise that this is in two halves and I will try and edit the best I can. So sorry, girls, I'm here now. <laughs> Welcome back. Yeah, thanks thanks. Coming back. <laughs> sorry about that. Um, Jenny, can you finish, if you can remember what you were saying before we got rudely cut off by me, what was you telling us about your story? I don't really, I can't remember where I got up to. I think I, like I said, I was probably waffling on, so it cut me off. But, um, <laughs> we were just talking about when I accidentally let about 600 sheep out of the field. That's it. Um, when I worked for somebody new, and I think I'd been there at, at, at maximum three days. So, you know, when you get that dreaded phone call, when the, the, the person's name comes up on your phone and you're like, what have I done? What haven't yeah. I done? And the last thing I was expecting was to say I'd left the gate open and all the sheep had escaped, all like 600 of them or however many there were. But there were so many. Oh, um, no. So, yeah, that 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 wasn't one of my best moments. And there's a lesson to be learned there that people have gates to be shut. Yeah. Because if they weren't meant to be shut, there wouldn't be a gate there. Well, that is the country code, isn't it? They always say, shut the gate behind you. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Um, Becky, what about you? I, I mean, I know, I know, like Jenny said, there's literally hundreds, but is there any you can think of? Well, the only one that ever really sticks in my mind, it was the most mortifying thing ever, right? I was clipping for a client and she was like, oh, I just want a trace clip. And I was like, right, no problem. So I had done all my line and it was lovely and straight and I'm clipping. And then she started talking. It was about hunter clips. <laughs> so I'm clipping away and she's talking. And I'm like, oh, yeah. And I went Zhoot! straight up the backside. And she went, are you supposed to be clipping there? And I went, oh, no. <laughs> so I was like, I was like, what am I going to do? He asked, so we stood for ages and I was like, right. Well, options are you just have the hunter clip and I only charge you for the trace clip because it's painful. <laughs> or we can kind of bodge it together. So we ended up bodging it together. So this horse had this trace clip that came lovely down its neck, across its shoulder, and then up and behind the saddle like a saddle pad and then back down. <laughs> and it was the worst clip ever. And every time I look at that picture, I'm like... That is the worst thing ever. And it will never leave me. And I don't ever talk to anybody about different t- kinds of clip anymore when I'm clipping. <laughs> it's the fear that it'll happen. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> to be honest, it's only hair and it will grow back. So it's not the end of the world. But I oh, get what you're it saying. It took six months for it to grow back. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. It wasn't a quick grower. 
<laughs> oh god this is what they never this... are though are they no no this is why i don't clip because i'll be like no no thank you <laughs> it was one of them mistakes that you're never going to make again yeah yeah that's it and what about you tabby oh god um i know as there was the occasion i nearly got deposited into the uh the, the ponds that had appeared in the school little leader and I was telling the girls uh that I was working one of the lead drains at home and um she put her back up and the more I put my leg on the further the back went up and the, the girl at home, she said I'll oh, just put your leg on put your leg on. I was like no that's what got me into this mess in the first place so uh she's going up and she does start trying to get her head between her knees and I'm like no let's not do that please I'm not going for a swim today yeah. um or I suppose there was, I did nearly fall off in front of Prince Philip once. That was uh, at, at Windsor, um, coming back from work in the Pony Inn and something set him off and he was launching around and putting his head between his knees. I was like, I can't make this pony stand. I was coming up to the bridge and I could see a car wanted to come through from the other side. I was like, please let me through. Please let me through. If I don't, if you don't, I'm going to die. I will end up in the river. <laughs> We're going along. And luckily... They wave me through. I was like, oh, thank God for that. And I'm going through and I'm like trying to keep hold of his pony. And bearing in mind, he's about 11-2, Section A stallion, and he is raring to go. And he's like, he will rodeo and he will drop you very quickly. So I was like, yeah. let's not fall off. Let's not fall off. Don't want him disappearing off across Windsor. <laughs> going through. And my friend's behind me. He come with me for the weekend. And we're uh, like jogging through sideways. This pony trying to stick his head between its knees. And I'm like, oh, thank, thank you for letting me through. And as I went past, I was like, oh my God, that was Prince Philip. And then said pony <laughs> proceeded to launch up the bank. <laughs> Prince Philip thought it was absolutely hysterical. He's there of course he did. <laughs> laughing away. And I was like, oh my God. And my friend that catched me up, he's like, you know that was Prince Philip? I was like, yes, I do know that was Prince Philip. I do not need telling that I nearly got rodeoed off an 11-2 pony in front of uh, Prince Philip. <laughs> oh, bless him. I'll bet he got, he got to where he needs to go to his little seat. He goes, did you see that lady? <laughs> Wasn't it funny? <laughs> what a little... oh, he thought it's hysterical. He was laughing and laughing. And I was like, oh my God, this is the most embarrassing thing that's ever happened. But it might be embarrassing for you, but you know, you've made his day. Not many people can see yeah. that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I could have killed the pony when I got back to the box. He was naughty in the ring as well. I was like, please, let's not do this now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, bless you. Oh, I just hate moments like that. You know, when you're just literally like when I'm teaching. And you can see something starting to get a little bit, not out of control. I think that's a bit of extreme, but you know, some, you can see something's developing and you're yeah. trying to give instructions and, and then sometimes <laughs> it's just be beyond control and stop. And then you're just sitting there and you're just watching it and you think there's not much I can do. I can't stop the, whatever they're doing at the time, but you're just watching it. It's like slow motion and you just want the Uh-oh. world to swallow you up. <laughs> yeah. It's unfolding before your eyes, isn't it? <laughs> just yeah. like nothing you can do. Oh, God. Sam, have we done your funny story? No, I'm trying to think of some, but I mean, the only one that springs to mind is the one I told you. But I mean, I think my horse has probably embarrassed me the most out of everything, <laughs> to be fair. Regularly embarrassed me. I, I, there was one show that we did. So I'm part of a riding club as well. And we ha- tend to do on the a members only show. And this particular occasion, we were in teams and we were dressed up. So I was dressed as Snow White um, and the horse had, so we all had dwarfs as well. 
like little, little bag dwarfs attached to the horses. Mine was dopey on my chestnut. And I'm just stood there. I'd warmed up. Floyd, my horse, stood there. He's a big 17 hammer blood cross thoroughbred chestnut moron. Right. And um, he stood there. And the next thing, he whipped round, which he still does. And he had me off twice last week doing this on the same occasion, same day. And um, the apparently the one of the judges who is an ex Paralympian dressage rider turned around and said, "Oh, it looks like Snow White almost followed through there." <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "I didn't hear this." Somebody else relayed the message to me afterwards. I was like, so embarrassed. And he he literally whipped around and he was he was off ski and it was like, "Do you have to do that?" <laughs> do you really it's have so- to? Show- it's they so have annoying. to pick the most embarrassing moments. Yes. Yeah. I think they literally wait. They do. I think they wait and they just know. Or when you're in a, the worst thing is when you're in a rush. When you're in a rush and you've mm. got to go from one place to another, they pick that particular morning to be an absolute oh. yeah. beep. <laughs> yeah. And you're just like, why, why today? Like, I'm in a rush. And they can just sense it. It's because they can sense you're in a rush and you're stressed, isn't it? That's why they do it. But it just makes everything ten times harder. <laughs> it's just like, oh, just hurry up or stop being, stop throwing your rug over the thing. Or just let me put your fly mask on. Or just, <laughs> and you're just like, no, not today, not today. Yeah, I think he, I think he is the most embarrassing. You know, at any time I take him, you, you just know, you just know that you're just going to get shown up. Yeah, every single yeah, time. Yeah, been there. <laughs> It's just not funny, is it? It's so embarrassing. I had two of them that decided to do it at the same show once, and that was the most mortifying experience of my life. I got uh, halfway through my show on the A, and he went, I'm not going around that corner. And I was like, no, you are. I was like, no, I'm really, really not. (laughs) Make me. And uh, yeah, and he was, and you couldn't, like, you couldn't, like, really tell him off. He, He would just deposit you, and you'd never get near him again. Yeah. So I was like halfway through my show and I was like, yeah, I'm just, just going to have to like retire now. I'll see you later. And oh, then, no. yeah, into the next class with the B. And we'd stood beautifully. Like the whole class had done their show. There was one pony left to do it. There was like 35 of us in the class. Stood bolt upright. And I went straight <laughs> out the back door. Not it. He'd stood like a lamp the entire time. I don't think he'd moved. And then no warning at all. And just straight bang, bolt upright. And I tipped out the back door and I was like, this this is possibly the worst day showing of my life, I think. <laughs> I don't know oh, it's not just me. me. <laughs> What's that, Becky? I don't need a horse to embarrass me. I'm perfectly good at doing it myself. <laughs> perfectly good. We went to a show a couple of weeks ago with my girl and he's 19. We're doing the veteran classes. He went round, he got two firsts and came reserve champion. And I was like, right, we're laughing. This is his first show back in five years. Really great. Got Put it on Facebook, a chuffed of ribbons. Got in the box to go home and my friend messaged us. Hi, Becky. Great results. Did you know your bits in Upside Down? Oh, and I went, no. oh. And so I got my phone out and I'm looking at the pictures and I went, oh, my God. I had done the entire thing with an Upside Down Pelham. And oh. not a soul. Nobody noticed, not me, not the judge, not the, judge. Not the girl who was with us, not anybody on the show field. And to make matters worse, before my first class, I had gone to someone, oh, yeah, your bit's upside down. <laughs> <laughs> I 
and his was, but I didn't notice my own bit was upside down. And so I've got all of these beautiful photos of him doing wonderful and looking brilliant at the show. But all I can look at is the upside down bit. bit. I bet that person that you admit, like pointed out to is probably like looking at you going, well, why don't you look at your own horse first? (laughs) Probably as smug as anything, thinking when I changed mine before I went in the ring. And that's why I'm <laughs> well, it's good that your horse didn't like, you know, wasn't reactive in the mouth and that. Oh boy, I did. did. Yeah, the first class, he um, as we did the trot up from the judge, as I turned to trot back towards the judge, he like leapt off the floor like a kite, and I just thought, well, he's just excited because he hasn't been out for a while. Yeah. And then when I think about it, I'm like, no, maybe Becky, it's because the bit was the wrong way around in his mouth. <laughs> and now everybody tags us in all of these posts and like shit event as United, all of these people putting their bits in upside down. And I guess this is great. Thanks for reminding us. But it does make us feel a little bit better that it's not just me. <laughs> to be fair, there's, there was one time that I, when I was teaching on the riding school and it, on on this riding school that it, they've closed now but when I was there like the first lesson I would brush and tack up and it's such a rush because you normally got like six horses to get ready and you've got like 50 minutes to do it and then people turning up and then the liveries turn up and then they take up the whole yard and you're trying to put horses everywhere etc etc anyway I like tacked up this pony and just put the bit in obviously didn't think much about it obviously I did check it and stuff well I thought I checked it anyway and then we done the lesson and he's like an old boy he's been there done it and I think he's just a bit like oh here we go again and then um as we was coming out the lady who um owns the yard my manager she then looked at me she went uh did you not check this like this is inside out and upside down <laughs> <laughs> no <laughs> clearly not I thought, oh, the poor pony. But because he's like so good, he just was like, yeah, okay, whatever. I know what to do. But yeah, from then, like you said, I check thoroughly that I'll make sure that the bit is <laughs> funny, isn't it? How we can just miss things so easily. Yeah. yeah. Somebody said to me the other somebody said to me the other day, I'd tack something up for like a friend of mine who events. And uh, you know, the, the most simplest of things, we put the nose band you know underneath the cheek pieces and one yeah. side I haven't because as you all know we stand one side and do do it you know from that both sides from the left yeah and um and, she, and I'd put the one on the it's one on the outside of the cheek piece and she was like do you not know how to tack up you know like messing around you know when you're just like I'm so <laughs> over this and I've done this for so many years we don't worry about things like that now we just leave leave it as it is it won't be a problem <laughs> I did it with oh. a client's horse that I I was doing his tack the the, the uh, hunting guy, and I'd cleaned it all. I'd taken the stirrups off because they were safety stirrups, and I'd literally taken them off of the stirrup leathers so I could clean the leathers properly. And I put them back on. I unfortunately put them the wrong way round back on the saddle. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> which she picked me up on on the Monday and said, "Oh yeah, the tack was lovely and clean." But the stirrups are the wrong way round. I was like, what? <laughs> what do you mean the stirrups are the wrong way round? And I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> yeah. It's so it's easily like, done, though, isn't it? We don't know the big things, do we? It's the small thing. No. Yeah. Yeah, I was um, working one of the lead reins in at Summer Champs one year, and uh, I was like, oh, that'll be fine. I'll just drop the kids' stirrups down to the bottom hole. That'll be fine. It'll be long enough. One of the, I got legged up walking around. There was another girl with me, and I was like, Mia, my stirrup's a bit wonky. 
I was like, one of them feels fine. I was like, the other feels like it's about six holes too short. She's going around, she trots in front of me. She's like, yeah, one of them you look like you could be off to run it in the derby. The other is like normal length. We got around and we realised that someone had put different like unmatching stirrups on the saddle. And I was like, it's just as well it was a well-behaved pony and not one that you've got to get up, up, yeah, up off yeah. its back to go around. I was like, I was so lucky. <laughs> I got around to the lorry, I was like, um can someone get me a pair of matching stirrups, please? I was like, yeah. any stirrups will do, but please can they match? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's it. There's um one girl that I teach at the rider school. It's, it's her own pony, but the rider school use it for, for other lessons. And she always puts the stirrups by their numbers. And mm. I always tell her, no, you've got to do it how it looks and feels. And it's got to be even because sometimes one lever stretches than the other. And I tell her off every lesson. I tell her off because she goes, well, they feel even. And then she wobbles in her saddle. And I'm like, no, you've got like one foot up here and one foot down here. Look in the mirror. And then she looks in the mirror and she goes, oh, yeah. She goes, well, they're on the same number. And I said, yeah, but how many times have I told you? You can't necessarily go by the same number because because you've now had that one much longer than the other one. That one's proper stretch and the other one hasn't. Oh, God. I'm like, oh, God, you feel like you're banging your head against a brick wall. I was like, just listen. Yeah. <laughs> I've got a lady that I teach, and every time I tell her, you need to check her girth. And she's made up and not checking her girth. And then, was it about a fortnight ago, she was riding around in this circle. And before I could even open my mouth, the saddle went oh. up to the side and she hit the, the floor like a hot snot <laughs> underneath this horse and I was like well told you to tell you <laughs> yeah. you know I I always tell my clients to do that and then actually this is a funny story for you Carly I always tell my clients you know the kids to check their girth because they're yeah. always like mom can you do my girth and you're like no yeah. 13 check your own girl and I had a little Connemara who was only sort of three and a half to not long been backed and I <laughs> rode her out on my own and I took her up to a tiger trap just in walk to look at she whipped around so quickly my saddle I'll have to send you all the picture went under her belly to the point where I came flying off I landed in dog poo it was on the <laughs> side of my face it was under my hat still <laughs> It was embedded in like where you actually do your hat up on the tree track. It was disgusting. The smell was horrific. Oh. So to make matters worse, I'd, I'd, I'd undone my girth, swiveled my saddle back round, put it on the youngster, got back on, let her see the target trap. Fine, not a problem. You didn't jump it or anything. Walked back across the field, got into the field, put my leg up to do my girth up one more. A pheasant flew out the hedge. She darted to the left. My saddle went to the right. So I came off the other way this time. This was no lie, all in the space of about three minutes. And I got back to the yard because I'd had to call the yard saying, you know, my mare is missing in Shipley area in the woods. If anybody sees her coming back, let me know. I managed to get, managed to find her, got back to the woods. And I am like, there is just dog poo smeared down the side of my face. It was, oh, it was, I brought a new hat because it was that bad. Yeah. It was disgusting. Oh, you can't get rid of the smell. No, 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 no. You oh, it was gross. Are. It was so bad. Oh, God, how grim. So talking about like, um, we've just been talking about kids there. So what was your like, what's your first sort of childhood memory of like riding? Do you have like a vivid memory of like a particular lesson or anything like that when you're when you first started riding I think what I ever remember from riding schools is 
about seven or eight of us in the arena all going from one end to the other flat out because something has spooked so all the horses follow each other and when one of you goes you all go don't you yeah yeah it's uh I had some I had some good memories from the riding schools I think that's what made me got me where I am today because yeah they were brilliant they were so much fun yeah that's it yeah all my memories from the riding school is like sitting in a scabby caravan eating me dinner on pony tea <laughs> <Hot> noodles <laughs> in the back room learning about bits and stuff but the only, the only not, thing I can remember from riding is riding this I think I was about eight obviously I'm only five foot now so I was significantly smaller when I was eight <laughs> um and riding this massive 17-3 warm blood thing that was soft as cloths but they made us ride it in hailstones <laughs> and I just remember cantering around on this massive big thing where my feet didn't hardly go at the end of the saddle <laughs> and that's like that's all I can really remember and so when I've taught in riding schools I'm like right remember and I'm thinking I can't even remember what they used to teach me I know yeah I think it's different now what about you Tabby do you have any um childhood memories I think my sister used to drag me out. We had a little section A called Paddy and there was a reason she was called Paddy. And uh, she, Paddy did not do puddles. Uh, my sister used to drag me out and she'd go through the puddles while Paddy would launch over them. And the amount of times I nearly ended up in a puddle, which has uh, given me the aversion for them now. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I think that was one of my first things. I was about three years old and she used to drag me out with this pony for miles and miles on the hacks. And there was a, a cottage in the middle of the woods we used to go around and she convinced me that there was a witch that lived there. And I'm still, I'm taking dogs for walks there now and I'm still like, there's a witch in there. There's definitely a witch. That's so mean. <laughs> she was horrible to me. <laughs> what about you, Sam? Yeah, I've got some cute little pictures of um, where I've got a riding hat on with a hat underneath it to make it fit on my head. Uh, and a little dress. <laughs> oh, um, I'll find that out and I'll send it. It's funny. Oh, Pretty that's cute. cute. I've got like two. Um, so I've got one on the very first riding school that I went to, and I feel like I wasn't there for a long time. Um, but obviously, as a kid, I, like I can't remember like space, like length of time. But we, I was on this little pony, and I remember its name, and it was called Polly, and it was like a little. It must be like a little Welsh pony or something, and um, it had like a flat saddle. And uh, I must, I was on the lead rein and I can remember walking round and then all of a sudden people going, sh- shouting at me, get off, get off now, get off, jump off. And I was like, okay. And I was like a little kid. And it's because the pony would just sporadically stop and then have a roll in the middle of the school, like regardless uh. if it had a person or not, which is why it had a flat saddle. So it didn't do any damage. <laughs> and it was like, you know, the farewell cartoon pony. <laughs> that's what how I remember this pony looking like and um and another one was the the riding school that I did like like did all my riding at really and we was on a hack and I think there was probably about eight of us on on the hack it was quite a big class and um the uh the son was teaching us um called Stephen and I was like towards the back I think I was second to back and we was going down the orchards and we was having a light long canter and you go down the orchards and then we was going around the corner. And obviously, because we were like one of the last ones to come around the corner, all of a sudden we saw Stephen, like the instructor, like shouting, going, pull up, pull up, pull up, like this. And you just saw all the horses, like obviously something spooked them and they all galloped off. And then there was like some random kids on the floor 
And then we managed to stop ours back in time, lucky enough. So there was me, Stephen, and the, the person that's riding back, and there's some random kids. And then we had to walk back the way that we came. And then on the way, we just picked a random kid that are falling <laughs> off all the way back. <laughs> and then like went back to the riding school and I like we was like what happens to the horses and they he was like it's fine they'll know where they need to go or like they know this area really well and like I can remember like me and mum were speaking to him about it the other day and she said yeah she said it was just really weird she said we were just all sitting there like all the parents having a chat and whatever and all of a sudden you heard do 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 and then <laughs> all these horses came back but with no children <laughs> and then they were like <laughs> um where's my child <laughs> and we like and then we sort of come I think we was about 10 minutes after like the others had come back and oh god can you imagine like the accident back then like trying to like I don't even think they had an accident book back then because I definitely didn't feel it in when I fell off but yeah I just remember like Steve would go pull up pull up <laughs> oh god but yeah it, it just really stuck on my mind just how funny how funny yeah, but health and safety stopped a lot of it, hasn't it? Though you can't, you mm, can't do a lot of things yeah. now. Oh, no. I think if we did now to our kids, what happened to us as kids in a riding school? We'd all get sued. I mean, yeah. the things we used to, we used to, we'd we used all be to in prison. Up. No, we would. <laughs> we used to double up bareback. Like two of us would get on a horse and the lesson bareback and canter around. Honestly, the things we did were just, yeah. <laughs> yeah, oh, I'd we love just... to go back there. They were brilliant. They were such yeah. good fun. Not a care in the world. Yeah, yeah, so true. Best fun. We so um, true. when I was little, we had the ponies on a friend's yard, and um, we there was one of the old ponies, Brandy, and he was so naughty. But me and the other little girl, she's about the same age as me, we used to climb on him bareback, and there was a dropped rail out of the school onto the bank. So we used to think it was a great idea. So you know, we'll go canter around the school, we'll jump out of it, and go for a canter around the field both of us bareback and everyone's like yeah that's fine they can do whatever they want I think if anyone tries to do that now they would like mm. parents would have a very heart attack mm. <laughs> we're like yeah it's no bother we'll do this and we were like yeah fuck yeah let's go and oh, we'll jump that <laughs> you just didn't care like I can remember like when I was loaning a pony and it was on a private yard so literally there was no one there apart from like the owner who wasn't there when I was there and I can remember like because obviously it was before mobile phones and I can remember being like dropped off really and I was there all by myself and then my mum like would go right I'll pick you up in an hour's time and I'll be up there I'll be like getting the horse in I'll be riding it by myself and then I'll be turning it back out and then I'll just sit there and wait for my mum to pick me up like literally (laughs) you wouldn't be able to do that now parents have to be everywhere it's crazy but yeah, but then it made me learn. Like it was independence, isn't it? Like you've got yeah, to do it. Yeah, absolutely. Definitely. But you know, you've got to do it. But um, I think this has been a great episode. It's been lovely catching up with you. I think we'll leave it there for now, for sure. Um, and the reason why I've got the girls on is because I this is to celebrate my 25th episode. And I thought it was a good landmark episode Um of my series so far and hope it's one of many like many and I hope the girls will come back maybe for my 50th um but yes thank you so much girls I really appreciate it um right so where can people find you on social media let's remind everyone so Becky where can we find you um I'm on Instagram and Facebook and I'm what's RS Equine but at RS Equine 1 on Instagram and Tabby 
I'm on Instagram and Facebook. My Instagram is Tabby Oliver Equestrian and my Facebook is Tabby Oliver Equestrian Services. Excellent. Sam? I'm on Instagram and Facebook and it's Hudson's Equestrian. On Instagram. And Jenny? Uh, so I'm on both. Uh, Instagram is jbride12, I believe. Uh, do you know what? I can't actually. I think we had this conversation last time, Carly. I'm yeah, sure it's jbride12. <laughs> yeah. And um, on, on Facebook, it's Jenny Bryan. Brilliant. Well, thank you so much, ladies. I really, really appreciate your time, um, like doing this for me. Um, and yeah, thank you, girls. Thank well, you thank for having us. Thank you. It's thank nice you, to you. No worries. Hopefully, we will be together again for the 50th. Yeah. yeah. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. I hope you enjoyed it. If you are on Apple Podcasts, please would you subscribe and leave me a review? I really, really appreciate it. If you want to find me on my social media, I am on Instagram under Cobbs Equine Shop underscore services and on Facebook, I am Cobbs Equine Shop and services. Thank you so much and I'll speak to you next time. episode i really hope you enjoyed it as i did making it if you um like to follow me on socials my um instagram is cobs equine services and the same on facebook cobs equine services um if you are listening to this on your um, apple or spotify or wherever you listen to your podcast i really appreciate it if you could leave me a review as it gets um other people to highlight the um episodes to other people And I will speak to you all on the next episode.